Learning happens everywhere all the time. Hey there and welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast. I am your host, Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. My experience as a veteran homeschool mom, former public high school teacher, and mentor to homeschool families everywhere, along with periodic guests, will help you to create the homeschool experience you always wanted and your family deserves. Homeschooling is a leap of faith that can cause doubts, overwhelm, and uncertainty while trying to keep love of learning high and balance life, work, and kids. Each episode is packed with the strategies, tips, activity ideas, and resources you need to ensure your kids get a great education, create close family relationships, become good leaders, and have tons of fun. You'll learn everything from scheduling, curriculum, routines, and homeschooling multiple ages to increasing love of learning and everything in between. This podcast is different from anything else out there by also focusing on the thinking shifts that are the key to homeschooling successfully. Whether you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned veteran, make sure to subscribe so you'll gain the practical strategies and confidence you need to develop a rich love of learning culture and environment that results in passionate, lifelong learners. More than ever before, leaders are needed who have a great education and who use their unique talents and gifts to make this world better. Join me on my mission to raise our next generation of leaders through ensuring your family has a supportive and inspiring homeschool journey. Homeschooling is learning through life. You got this. Welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast with Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. I am so excited because this is our very first episode, and this is something that I know you guys are going to absolutely love. This podcast is put together with several years of me doing Facebook Lives and bringing on guests and doing training for homeschool families everywhere, all across the nation, in, in multiple countries. And so I wanted to be able to bring this to you in a different format so that if you're not on Facebook, you can totally reach out and you can connect with me. So this is super exciting because whether you're already a homeschooler or maybe you're just getting started or whether you're thinking about homeschooling, all of these tips, strategies, and these tools and resources and thinking that we're going to be talking about is really going to help you with your own unique homeschool journey. And today I'm going to take you on a journey of how I almost killed my son's love of learning and how I got it back, basically. (laughs) Because it's so easy to do, especially when we've had a lot of training like I have. I was a public educator for seven years. I was a high school English teacher and I've had a lot of training both in my own experience in public education and in in training as a teacher. And so we have a lot of that in us that can really kill love of learning if we don't 
really have a lot of the great information that's out there that we can build that love of learning back up. And you absolutely can, no matter where your family's at, no matter where your kid's love of learning is at, if it's low right now, I don't care how old your kids are, they can renegotiate that love of learning. And that's what's so exciting because when that is high, everything is better, easier, more fun, and it's really a joyous experience. So, but first I want to share with you how early in our journey, I really almost killed it. And this is such a common situation that it's important that I share it with you because it's something that can happen very easily without you even realizing it. Like I didn't, I didn't realize how this was happening until I had almost killed it. (laughs) So luckily it was early on and we got on the right track. So That's something I want to offer to you is when you are in your journey, really paying attention to where your kids are at and their reactions and how things are going and the attitudes and the joy and the fun and everything else. Everything's not going to be all hunky-dory all the time, of course. Let's be real. But we definitely want to keep an eye on what's going on in our kids because if you do that, then you can adjust as necessary. So This is what happened really when he was super young. I almost killed his love of learning. And you have to know that when I was thinking about teaching and I was thinking about teaching my son in homeschooling, it wasn't super popular. It wasn't really something that a lot of people did. It wasn't like in this big growth that journey that a lot of people are starting on right now. It's, it wasn't there. It was kind of a rare thing. And so when I was teaching in public school still, when I was pregnant and I was leaving public school during the middle of the year, my students were like, Hey, why, why are you leaving us? And I said, well, let's think about it this way. I'm not having a kid so someone else can raise them. (laughs) And I'm not having a kid so someone else can teach them when I think I can do a pretty good job. And they were like, yeah, you can. (laughs) So I thought about homeschooling because I wanted to spend time with my son. There were, oh my gosh, there were so many reasons. We'll go into all those reasons at some point. (laughs) I could do a whole like 15 episodes on why I decided to homeschool. But my husband and I were super excited about homeschooling. We were both teachers. And so I figured as a coach and as a teacher, I was a coach, like an athletic coach for swimming and water polo for a really long time. So I was like, Hey man, I'm a coach. I'm a teacher. I, I can do this homeschool thing. Right. But I did have my doubts. I knew preschool would be easy. Kinder would be easy, but then I didn't know how to teach someone how to read. (laughs) They either came to me in my high school classroom, knowing how to read, or they weren't in my class. (laughs) That's just kind of how it went. Right. So when we first started out, it was really fun. We did preschool. We did songs, play. We did lots of read-alouds, which was always something that's a part of our home, reading. And there were books everywhere. We even went to a mommy and me little preschool a couple days a week, all the way through kinder. And we even started to kind of dabble in a couple pages of workbooks, you know, every once in a while, just for fun, just like, hey, isn't this great? You know, we're learning some things and kind of getting amused to the idea. And then I don't know what happened, but literally (laughs) when he started first grade or would have, you know, been supposed to start in first grade, I thought to myself, okay, 
we've had fun. This is awesome. We're going to continue this. Now it's time to like get down to work. It's time to get nitty gritty and with the details and the books and everything. And let's learn some stuff. And so I bought new workbooks. I got a little kid desk and some posters. I didn't get super Pinteresty. If you're one of those Pinterest moms, kudos to you. I am not that. But I figured it'd be fun if you had a little desk and we could just sit there and do our work. I mean, that is so fun. Fun for me, maybe. <laughs> You'll see later. <laughs> and then, so we started sitting down and working on some workbook pages, and we did all different kinds of subjects. And we still did lots of read alouds, which is great. We always want to do lots of read alouds, no matter how old your kids are. I'll do a whole nother episode on that. Trust me, it's amazing. And he was a good boy. He wanted to please, so he played along. But his patience didn't really last that long. He would sit for a while and then, you know, he'd be, he'd do hit the little work and we'd, you know, kind of do some things and do a page here and do a page there. And then he was kind of done. And of course, I didn't think we quote unquote should be done. You guys, I will do a whole nother episode that you will see later that's going to come out Actually, it's going to come out when we launch, so you'll see it, but it's all about what I call the educational should. I've termed that that phrase because it's something that really directs a lot of us into doing things that aren't in direction with love of learning, So because we think we should, right? So, oh my gosh, you guys, there's this whole topic on this background thinking that you will be so glad when you've listened to this ep episode, it's going to be episode six in the educational should. And it's really something that once you learn how to unlearn that, it's so freeing and it's so wonderful. But because of my training, both as a teacher and as a, you know, pretty good student when I was in school, I didn't think we should be done. So I pushed, right? And I didn't push that hard, but I was kind of a cheerleader, like, hey, buddy, let's try this page over here. What about that? And he's like, mm. you know, he was okay for a little while. And then he'd be like, not so much. I'm kind of done. Let's get up. So then his patience grew thinner the more I pushed. And you guys know that it, even in parenting, the more you push, the more the patience grows thinner and more frustration, right? Sometimes you have to, but it doesn't always have to be in the educational world. We're going to talk about that too. Okay. So a couple of months later, we were doing this every single day in and in and out. And just about every day he was in tears. And I was too. <laughs> I was so frustrated and disheartened. This wasn't how it was supposed to be. It really wasn't. I was so frustrated. I was like really upset. And my poor husband would come home and I just unload on him. I'm just super upset that this is you know, we're not having fun. We're frustrated. I think we should be doing this. And, you know, he's trying to get up and the more I push, the less he wants to do. And so finally, I just stopped. What we were doing wasn't working. So I just stopped. I needed a new plan. And I didn't know anything then. I didn't have, there weren't a lot of homeschoolers out there, especially there weren't really a any other homeschoolers that I knew outside of one other family. And although we still did read alouds, I stopped all workbooks for a long time. 
And what I did was I realized that I must be doing something wrong because it can't be him. He's five, right? So I was doing something wrong. So I went back to my mentors, which were books at that time. There weren't homeschool mentors out there. There were, you know, my friend had kids about the same age as I did. So we were going through this together and we were trying to figure it all out, right? So I reread some books that I had read in the past. I read some more and I read some more and I read some more. And then I thought about what we were doing as I was reading that. And because of my background in education and teaching in combination with the reading, right, I realized, oh my gosh. Here is the problem. I was doing with him what I wouldn't even do in my classroom. Here is the backstory. So in the classroom, I was a little bit of a rebel. It was very apparent to me early in my career that the system wasn't serving kids. And so every single year I tried something new. I tried a lot of new things. I soaked up any advice, resources, and conferences that I could get my hands on. I read and talked with other teachers that I respected. I mentored with them, took their advice, implemented, tried things. That failed. Try something else. That didn't work how I wanted it to. And I'm just constantly trying to make something that's meaningful for these children, right? So then ultimately, I realized what didn't work was using textbooks. And that what I was, that's what I was doing with my son. I, I never used textbooks in the classroom. I always kept them in the back of the room. And unless it had a whole work in it, like a play, I was an English teacher. So like if it had a play or short stories, essays or poems in it, like something, a whole work, then I didn't use them. And the only thing we did with the textbook was read it. And we read the whole work and we never did the questions and activities in the book. But that's exactly what I was doing with my five-year-old. If high schoolers didn't find joy in those textbooks, why was my five-year-old going to, right? And I mean, who does love a textbook? Not that many of us, right? I mean, really, we like the information sometimes when we're interested in it, but nobody loves it in the format of a textbook, right? We're not going to sit there and do all the exercises and things unless we're really in a class or somebody's telling us to, right? So I didn't know it then, but what I ended up doing was what Thomas Jefferson Education, which is basically, if you don't know, is a philosophy or methodology of education a set of principles that guide you in learning a certain way, if you will, a methodology, right? So what they call this, what I was doing, was a family reset. And I will do a whole nother episode on a family reset because it is a lifesaver and you need family resets all the time. So we took a break it's actually not a break break. Like we just all sit around and stare at each other and do nothing. It's a productive break because what we do there is we reset love of learning. We reset relationships and we reset learning expectations, right? That's what a family reset is. I'll go into way more detail on how all that works and when you can use it and when it's necessary and how to implement that in your house. If your love of learning is low or you, something's happening in your life, right? And you just need to like hold a phone. Let's turn back the tables a little bit and let's try that again, right? So then we started back 
but very differently than before. It was very different. It looked very different. It sounded very different. There wasn't a lot of crying. <laughs> and so today, today is August 9th as of this recording, 2023. And you guys, my son is 14 and a half and our homeschooled journey has been nothing but absolutely spectacular. It's a journey, people, and it ain't perfect, as nothing is, but it has been more joyous, fulfilling, and wonderful, and an amazing educational and parenting experience than I could have ever even imagined. I have learned a lot along the way. I've tried a lot of things and failed at a lot of things and tried a lot of things again. I have mentored and I've studied and I have really implemented all of these things to create this high level of love of learning environment and culture in our home so that we're all having this learning journey together. And it's so incredible, you guys. That is exactly the steps that I teach to all my clients in the homeschool success club, in all the one-on-one coaching that I do in all the training and all the free resources, all the live streams and, and the podcasts and all of this stuff and eBooks. That's what I am teaching you guys, because I want to give you that experience. So let me just share with you what it's like now, because it's absolutely crazy. It's incredible. So just this last week, Kenyon came to me while I was working and he proceeded to teach me a science lesson, totally impromptu on, get this, quantum mechanics, energy, atoms, and all that stuff related with it. I don't even know. He brought in all these science books that he has. They weren't textbooks, but all these uh, different science books on the elements and energy and, and um, uh chemical reactions and all these different things. And he even drew diagrams because he was like, check this out, mom. This is how this works. And I wasn't getting it. <laughs> I, he's trying to explain it to me. And I'm like, I don't, I vaguely remember some of this from high school, but I don't get all of it. Right. And so he's like, okay, okay, let me just write it down for you. Let me just write it down. Let me draw something out. Now he's like, this is a nucleus and this is the electrons and they are at this level when they're looked at and this level and they move over here. And, and I'm like asking him questions and he's, he's just referencing. He's like, okay, let, let, let me bring in this book over here and let me show you in this book. And so, so incredible. Oh my gosh. It was it just cracks me up how it was totally impromptu. He laid the whole, all the stuff over the top of what I was working on in the office. It was so hilarious. I absolutely loved it. And he said, okay, next time I'm going to teach you about energy and I'm going to teach you about the way that energy works. And also it's like, okay, okay. So he had a plan for me for the next lesson, right? Which is awesome. And then last night we were watching a show that had to do with science stuff. He loves science. He loves animals. He loves history. He loves you guys. Little tangent here. But the other day he was reading at breakfast, which he always does. He always has a book he chooses at breakfast because typically breakfast is like when I'm doing chores, I'm really productive in the morning. So I'm just trying to get everything done. And then he sits down and he's reading while he's eating breakfast. And he was you guys, he was reading the Encyclopedia of Ancient Civilizations. <laughs> How awesome is that? I mean, I I don't even think I ever would voluntarily pick up that book when I was his age or, you know, even after that for a long time. Now I might because I'm actually kind of interested in it, but not back then for sure. So 
he anyways back to the original story we were watching this show about science and i asked him if the radiation that they were talking about was like harmful radiation was energy waves or if it was like you know some kind of atoms or something and how that related to the gigahertz signals that they were talking about and if if i sound like a total science like no don't know anything that's because it's true okay <laughs> so they were talking about that on the show and i was really confused with what they were talking about so he literally paused it <laughs> sat down next to me and explained he's like okay okay mommy here's how it works energy is all light waves and he describes literally how the light waves in the entire spectrum of waves how they work and from radio waves at one end all the way to like gamma harmful radiation at the other end and he was he literally off the qt not even with a book or anything just knew how this stuff works right i'm just like floored it's so amazing you guys just total impromptu like lessons here and and it's not to say that that happens every day because it doesn't but what happens is we have a learning culture and environment in our home and that is something where it just pops up like that all the time it's pretty crazy so we're learning together and that's our home and our daily life you guys my two men my two mantras are Lo uh, love of or I'm sorry. My two mantras are homeschooling is learning through life and learning happens everywhere all the time, right? You heard that in the intro. So what I want you to remember is that that is the beauty of homeschooling. It's what homeschooling can be. When you have a high level of love of learning and you have a great culture and environment in your home where love of learning can prosper, learning happens everywhere all the time and homeschooling is learning through life. And so that stuff happens all the time. You're going to see it. And it's so awesome. It couldn't be more amazing. And the reason why I really want to share this with you today is because of all the lessons I learned from over here from frustration to the be in the beginning to this week's science lessons and everything in between it's what i want to teach to you guys i want to share with you it, through all the podcasts and the ebooks and everything and you know, coaching because my mission is to help you and all the other homeschooling families take so much out of the uncertainty and the don't know, don't knows. We always have don't know, don't knows. We have blind spots. We have things that like we've never been taught before. So of course we're going to have, you know, just no clue about what we're doing, right? All every single day I hear families, you know, posting on Facebook, on social media saying, you know, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I've decided to homeschool and I, I don't even know where to start. I'm so overwhelmed. That's why I do this, to take that overwhelm away, to give you the confidence, the resources, the strategies, the tools, the thinking to create your family's best homeschool experience. And hey, listen, seriously, this has a much bigger picture. And this is my bigger picture for this world. If families can truly have a meaningful, deep, and joyous homeschool journey together, we can produce amazing young people and young leaders. How much do we need leaders in the world today, right? Leaders that will use their unique 
talents and gifts to make this world a better place for everyone. What an amazing thought is is that, right? How much do we need that in the world today? We need families to raise up good leaders so that they are passionate. They are mission-driven. They know what they want to do in the world. They know what problems they want to fix. And they are so confident and inspired to use their unique gifts and talents to make this world better in their unique way that they only they can, right? That is something that would just transform humanity. It would transform our civilization. I am so excited about that. I'm so excited about this journey that we're on together with the Homeschool Success podcast with Cami Wanis. And I am so excited about all the things that you're going to learn, all the things that you're going to be able to implement with your families. And we're going to take this journey together. You guys, this is an exciting, exciting experience. And I am so pleased and honored to be able to share that with you. So talk to you next time. And I will see you in the next episode. Be sure to follow us so you don't miss one. If you're loving this information and want to connect with Cami live, Join our Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. Every Thursday in Live with Cami, you can get more great homeschool tips, how-tos, and resources, and get your questions answered. And subscribe to our newsletter to get your free ebook, Creating Educational Harmony in Your Home. See show notes for the links. Hope to see you live. This is an informational podcast. The information presented in each episode is the most recent and honest to the best of the presenter's ability. Results are not guaranteed. This podcast aims to educate and there are no guarantees of results implied. Listeners are encouraged to seek out and meet their local homeschool requirements. Any products, websites, and company names mentioned in this podcast are their respective owner's trademarks or copyright properties. The presenter is not associated or affiliated with them in any way unless otherwise stated. Nor does the referred product, website, or company necessarily sponsor, endorse, or approve this podcast. We hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. This content is copyrighted and not authorized for reproduction.